What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to the Aaron Chamberlick Show. Today is Tuesday, November 15th, and I'm your host, Erin Chamerlick, holistic nutritionist, coming to you live from Nashville. Uh, please visit my website, getbetterwellness.com. I have a great show for you today. Uh, for many of you who are um, faithful listeners or followers of my uh, Facebook page or blog, you'll know that today we're talking about uh, five powerful ways to keep cravings in check. And my guest today is Autumn Smith. Welcome, Autumn. Hi, Erin. Thank you for inviting me on your show. I'm really excited to be here and to talk all about cravings. Yeah, so Autumn and I met um, unofficially online through our university, Hawthorne University. Um, Autumn also holds a master's degree in holistic nutrition from Hawthorne University, as do I. And um, Autumn also studied with the Institute for Psychology of Eating and is a certified eating psychology coach. So all of that... um, makes her very unique and a strong voice in this community. And Autumn, uh, unlike um, me, you've been a health enthusiast for your entire life. I didn't become a health enthusiast until I was about 40. So can you talk briefly about, um, tell us about your progression. You know, you graduated from college and what, you know, what was your degree in and how did you get to where you're at today? (laughs) <laughs> okay yeah I definitely want to talk about that because I I did begin life as a health enthusiast and then I took a, a brief hiatus when I was in high school and college I'll just put that right out there but um I was a dancer from a very young age and then I studied psychology when I was in college and I love everything that has to do with health and with the mind but I knew that if I didn't pursue my dance career first I might not have time to do that so I went off to LA and to Las Vegas and danced professionally and then I got into yoga and eventually ended up working for Tracy Anderson. She's a fitness mogul and so I was doing tours with her amazing celebrity clients and learning all about uh, fitness training and she turned dance into a fitness method. So I got a really, really great experience working under her and learning about the body and how important it is for us to connect there. And so I was helping lots of clients feeling really great about where I was, but my health wasn't where it needed to be or I didn't feel it was in order to be this you know a role model in the health field I had a distended stomach all the time and and I had really suffered from it since I was 12 or 13 and the doctors always told me that I had irritable bowel syndrome which was incurable I kind of went to expert after expert and no one offered a solution and so I kind of just resigned myself to the fact that I would feel feel this way for the rest of my life. And so it wasn't until I married my husband and he saw the pain I was in and that I would wake up sometimes in the middle of the night just in agony 
Um, and one time I actually went to the emergency room because the pain was just so bad. And he, he just could not believe that I would, would think or would settle for this kind of license. So he took it upon himself to kind of research on the Internet and found the paleo diet. And I was kind of skeptical, of course, because, you know, countless experts had offer, or failed to offer a solution. But we did adopt its principles for 30 days, and it went – my symptoms went away largely. I mean, it was, it was amazing. Something that people couldn't change in 13 years uh, all went away in about 30. Now, I did still have some skin breakouts from time to time, but then I just had to have IgG food sensitivity testing. We realized it was garlic, and so – eventually all of my health issues that I was suffering from the distension and my acne and some anxiety, they kind of, everything just went away. I had a new view on life. I just couldn't believe the profound power of diet. And so I had to quit my job as a personal trainer and I went back to school, like you said, where you did at Hawthorne, where I really love the master's in holistic nutrition program. But then I also, due to my love for the mind and the fact that I understood that it had a really profound role not only in behavior change but why we're eating in the first place I went and got and studied the Institute for Psychology of Eating and now I combine both those elements and coach people and founded a company called Paleo Valley with my husband and we originally thought that I would just do one-on-one coaching and he would kind of facilitate that because he's a marketer but what we really saw was there's a gigantic gap in the market for really really high quality products that made a healthy lifestyle realistic in today's busy modern world. And so we focused on kind of designing products that prioritize health over profit and that just make, make it possible for people to eat the way that they should eat and have the kind of health that, that, that is possible for them. Great. Um, you know, the, the struggles that we go through have, you know, led us both to be on this side of of health yeah. and and it's just always amazing to me that you suffered since age 12 and you did go to all the experts and you were labeled incurable and that your husband a layperson researches the internet and finds the answer that gives you relief within 30 days i mean that that's you know that's the story of so many people and myself too that we're just both blown away by the power of food and then we realized we have to tell everybody because nobody is <laughs> um, you know doing it as effectively as it needs to be done so um, paleovalley.com is um, the website that you guys have and it's um, also a place where you you know Publish some articles, and I'm on your mailing list, so I got your, you know, great information. Um, you know, we, before we get into our five powerful ways to keep cravings in check, and maybe we have more than five, um, can you <laughs> just tell us what, you know, kind of products you developed? Because you said you were looking for that really, really high quality um, and that you put, you know, the quality and uh, before the profits. So, you know, what makes your products different and what have you got to offer? Oh, thank you for letting me talk about this because I'm so passionate about the topic because when we came into this field, like you said, I was just, I could not believe that people didn't know this. And I just like made this my life mission. People have to understand it. And we came to the market looking for, okay, now that we know, now that we have the knowledge about what we should be eating, let's just do that and find the products. And there just, there weren't any. And so 
what we do is we always do, like we said, health over profit. We make sure everything is Mother Nature inspired and that we process things uh, as minimally as possible. Those are our three criteria for every product that we go to do. And so our, our flagship product was our 100% grass-fed beef stick. And so, of course, we sourced grass-fed and grass-finished beef from small family farms scattered throughout the Midwest. But then we also add organic spices. It's something that a lot of people don't think about. But if you don't have organic spices, they can be still a source of pesticides and irradiation. And so it's really, really important to make sure they're, they're organic. But perhaps the most exciting thing about our beef stick is the fact that all other beef sticks on the market, and in fact, the first iteration of our beef stick, they often contain an ingredient called citric acid or lactic acid. And you look at the label and you'll see that. And if you're anything like I was when I came to this um, this this transformation in my diet, I thought, okay, well, that seems innocuous, citric acid. It sounds like something that might be derived from fruit, uh, but it's not. In a lot of cases, it can be, but the more common way that it's made today is it's grown on GMO mold, and then it's encapsulated in hydrogenated oil, and everyone knows that's trans fats associated with things like heart disease and Alzheimer's, just not a good situation at all. And so, we first put out our mm-hmm. first beef stick, and it actually contained that citric acid and hydrogenated oil because we, we didn't know. But once we found that out, we, we absolutely could not <laughs> allow ourselves to stand behind a product with um, those two ingredients. And so we knew we had to find a better way. Luckily, I have that ancestral lens because I came from a paleo approach after it changed my health. And we realized our ancestors have been eating meat products. So what were they doing? And we got on the phone. We decided, okay, fermentation is the way we have to go. And we called literally 200 different manufacturers trying to get someone who would be willing to ferment our product because there's no real incentive for them because it takes four times longer. And, you know, so it costs a lot more money to do it. But we finally found one in a little town in Wisconsin, and he's been with us ever since. And not only do we avoid the freaky chemicals and the preservatives, but we also, it has naturally occurring probiotics as a result of the fermentation process, which I'm really excited about because the microbiome is all the rage these days for very good reason. You can link it to basically any health symptom and disease out there. So you can eat the grass-fed beef, and then you can also be cultivating gut health, which I think is really, really cool. We're also doing a, it's about ready to hit the market Finally, we've been waiting for this organic certification for way too long. It's a, it's a greens powder with about 18 different superfoods, but then it doesn't have the cereal grasses in it because humans weren't really designed to eat grass. And I know there's some controversy and people do like to use wheatgrass juice, and I understand that, but that's not what's usually used in greens powder. It's the whole thing. And so there's lectins called wheat germaglutinin. And they can actually, it has been empirically documented that they can kind of ruin gut health or they can be problematic for the gut. And so we took all of those out and just had 18 superfoods. So I can't wait for that. We also have a superfood bar coming out with grass-fed collagen that doesn't only provide you with, you know, a source of calories, but also has the superfoods. Because another problem we found that a lot of companies were kind of taking out the gluten and the dairy and the soy and all those ingredients that a lot of people are reacting to and are not, they're not serving our health, but also not putting in any ingredients that were promoting thriving health. So it was kind of like you were eating gluten-free, dairy-free and soy-free, but you weren't 
increasing your nutrient reserves in any way. So we made sure that our bars had both collagen and a lot of superfoods. And um, so, yeah, those are our new products. We also have a grass-fed organ complex because I don't know if your audience is into eating organ meats, but they probably know that there's so many benefits. And they're actually liver, grass-fed liver is nature's multivitamin. But for the life of me, I wanted to get these foods into my body when I was pregnant with my son. And I even resorted to freezing the liver, putting it into balls and trying to swallow it. So I wouldn't have to taste it because I just wasn't one of those people who grew. (laughs) Yeah, I just didn't grow up on liver. And so it's just, I can't, I can't do the flavor. But what we did is we freeze dried grass fed liver, kidney, brain, and heart. And we put them in capsules. So you can just take that every day. And I'm telling you, your energy goes through the roof. And it's really important way to kind of get those vitamins and minerals that a lot of us are deficient in today. So that's what we're working on. We have more products coming up, but that those are the four that uh, we're really okay. working well, on this year. Great. So people can uh, visit the paleovalley.com uh, and shop at the top. We'll get you to um, see what, you know, currently the products are. Can I just ask you real quick, um, you talked about um, citric acid, which I know there can be a corn um, part to citric acid too, but what about lactic acid? What, you know, what's the problem with lactic acid in a beef stick? It's, it's the same. It can be the same exact process. And again, it will involve that hydrogenated oil. So both. Okay. It's citric or lactic acid. You can label it either way. Okay. Gotcha. Well, if we could switch gears and um, talk about, I had seen your article on cravings and I thought that would be a good um, topic for us today to pick your brain with a little bit. Um, You know, we're past uh, Halloween, but some people aren't past um, their Halloween candy bag that they're still dipping into. (laughs) It's time to throw it away because we're nine days to Thanksgiving, (laughs) you know, just a little over five weeks to Christmas. So we've started the season of eating and the slippery slope has begun and it's time, you know, to to figure out, you know, what you're going to do and how you're going to handle your cravings and Maybe it seems impossible to make healthy decisions, but, you know, you've got some information that, you know, maybe will help some people. So I know some of um, your information, you know, comes from, you know, your experience and your education at Hawthorne. And also, you know, as you said, you weave in what you learned from, you know, the psychology of eating. So um, can we just start talking the discussion about cravings with, you know, that there's three types of cravings that you mentioned. Can you talk about that and then maybe go into ways that we can keep our cravings in check? Absolutely. I can't wait. And first I like to talk about preventing cravings in the first place. And then I want to talk about those three, but things that I've found because I, I used to crave foods. So, I mean, every day I, like I said, in that brief hiatus in, high school and in college, I did eat a lot of Doritos and a lot of Sour Patch Kids and a lot of candy and junk. So believe me, I've experienced this. And some of the, the first steps I would take is make sure that you're just flooding your body with nutrients, you know, getting those 
green drinks in and taking your supplements and just eating as many whole foods as possible, you're also going to want to drink at least half your body weight in pounds in ounces of filtered water every day. A lot of times the fact that you're dehydrated could be causing cravings. So when you're staying dehydrated, you're actually going to prevent a lot of them. I also like to recommend that you get enough sleep. Research has shown that when you don't have enough sleep, you're actually going to have cravings the next day, your blood sugar is all over the place, and that you actually crave specifically the carbohydrate and the processed foods that are kind of going to get you off that healthy bandwagon. You can also, I don't know if you're an avid exerciser, I definitely am. When I get a little too hardcore on my cardio sessions, that can also cause cravings for me. And when my life is a little bit more stressful than it probably should be, that's also a time when cravings come knocking. So if you can just kind of pay, be mindful of those specific areas, that could do a lot just to prevent them in the first place. But let's say, hey, we haven't prevented them. We're in the midst of the craving. The first thing I like to do is, like Aaron mentioned, we like to talk about identify which type of craving it is because not all cravings are detrimental. And, in fact, when I learned um, at the Institute for Psychology of Eating, there are, in fact, three types. And the first is destructive cravings. And these are often cravings for processed foods. You'll identify them because they cannot be satisfied by a whole food. They're, they're never for something like broccoli. They're just something like cake, cookies, Cheetos, Sour Patch Kids, whatever it is. Those are destructive cravings, and they're a distorted yearning in the body. They could be the result of something like candida. They could be the result of a food sensitivity because a lot of people don't understand that you can actually be craving the foods you're sensitive to. And so something like that, that would be the result of a destructive craving. There's also something called an associative craving. And these can kind of go in the middle. Some of them can be bad. Some of them can be good. They are a food or a craving that has a rich history or that you have memories around. For me, this was always Velveeta shells and cheese. I don't know why. My family ate it a lot, and I just always picture us around the table just laughing. And now that I know that I'm both dairy and gluten sensitive, I, I definitely can't eat that anymore. So when I have those associative cravings, it's a, it's a good idea for me to ignore them. But for someone mm-hmm. else, it could be just like a big Italian salad or, you know, other. So associative is not necessarily a bad thing. But then there's supportive cravings. And those are cravings in the body that can signal you have maybe a nutrient deficiency. I, the example that's often given for pregnant women is if you're craving ice cream, you're probably deficient in calcium. Uh, so something like that. And that's why not all cravings can be bad. You actually can have cravings for things that you need. And so you always want to make sure that you're identifying which type. Now, it's the destructive ones that I really want to pinpoint. These are the ones that you're going to want to kind of nix and have strategies for because they are the kind that could send you on that holiday roller coaster. We all know how that goes, myself included. It's that slippery slope. Once you make a few bad decisions, the other 20 decisions that follow, they're just so much easier. So when you've identified, yes, I have a destructive craving, what I first like to do is take 10 slow, deep breaths. Often, we are just 
running around so stressed out because we have so many things to do, so many responsibilities. But when we actually give ourselves time to relax and you can fool your central nervous system into believing there's peace, even when you're amidst chaos, just breathing in through the nose for a count of four, holding at the top for a count of two, and then exhaling through your mouth, kind of like you're blowing through a straw for another count of four. And just repeat that 10 times. I swear it will make you feel like a new person. So that's my first. And you are, when you're in that place, you're far more likely to make healthy decisions. And I've found a lot of people, that's enough. Once they've just slowed, slowed down, realized their craving is being derived from stress, that they don't actually need to act on it. So 10 deep breaths. I also like to, my second strategy is to have that glass of water with a pinch of sea salt. Like I said, you might be working on hydration preventatively, but a lot of times we think that we need food, but we're, we're actually just thirsty. So, and that sea salt is going to put a little, put a few minerals in there, trace minerals, and it's going to just give your body maybe what it's looking for. And again, a lot of people find after the 10 breaths and after the glass of water that they really don't need to go any further. But if you do, I have a third strategy, and I love this one because it's really, really delicious. And it's, my, it's kind of like hot chocolate, but I use raw organic cacao powder. And you just take one tablespoon, and you put it in hot water and just mix it around. And if you do need a little sweetness, you can use some organic stevia. That's my favorite. But it really doesn't need it. And then you just drink it as a little hot cocoa. And the reason this is so beneficial is that it's, a really great source of magnesium, which again, most of us are deficient in, and it helps us to relax. It also has some neurotransmitter precursors, and so this little hot, lovely beverage actually makes you feel good too. So not only is it going to probably fulfill some of your cravings and the need to have just a little treat, but it's also going to make you feel better. So I really, really love that one. And then another strategy is if that doesn't work, I like to take like maybe you have like 90 and above percent cacao, dark chocolate, and you can just take a little tiny square and instead of just popping it in your mouth and eating it, place it under your tongue and just let it melt there. This is just kind of going to allow you to savor it, allow you to slow down. And generally when you eat it that way, you only need one. A lot of times people don't even need to go any further than that. Another strategy I like is if that all fails and you've done the deep breaths and you've done the glass of water, you've had the hot chocolate, and it's just, it's just not cutting it for today, you would just upgrade your craving. And it took me a while to get here because I don't necessarily like to be in the kitchen all the time. And so I didn't have these alternatives that fulfilled these cravings. But uh, today there are healthy recipes everywhere and you can find them so something I often crave is ice cream or sorbet and so what I like to make instead is my no sugar acai bowl and so acai is this antioxidant rich berry and you can get it it's um, unsweetened in the freezer section and I just put that in a blender with a little organic coconut milk sometimes if you with some raw pastured egg yolks and uh, some ice Sometimes I throw in a little organic almond butter and maybe a few blueberries, a few organic blueberries, and then you just blend that up and you top it with some hemp seeds, some pistachios, 
maybe even some more berries, whatever it is that you just love and that feels like a treat to you. And then you just eat that. And it usually after that, um, I'm good to go. Another final thing I want to talk about that I think is really, really important is to become a slow eater. I love this strategy because so few people actually pay attention to what is the pace, how fast am I actually eating? So you've got to ask yourself, are you slow, moderate, or a fast eater? I was definitely a fast eater when I began this process. But what happens when you become a slow eater is that you're actually having to pay attention to the flavor a lot of times when it's the processed foods or chips or cookies, candy, when you try to savor them, you realize that they don't actually taste that good. And my mentor, Mark David, always talks about this story. He had a, a doctor come to him and say, look, Mark, I'm, I'm really busy. I don't, have, I don't want to change my diet, but I do want you to help me lose some weight. And every day at lunch, he was getting off of work and going and eating two Big Macs. And Mark said, all I want you to do is to savor those Big Macs. Just eat them slowly. Just make sure you taste every single little texture, taste. Just take it all in. And when he did, after about two weeks, he realized that he hates Big Macs. And so there's also literature to support the fact that fast eaters are often – or type 2 diabetes is more associated with those who eat more quickly. So it's not that it causes it, but it is – a faster route to get there. So if we can just slow it down and pace ourselves with the slowest eater at the table, take in the ambiance, notice the sights, the sounds, the textures, we could actually prevent cravings in the first place. There's also something called uh, the cephalic digestive response. And I don't think a lot of people know this, but this is cephalic is just a fancy word for of the head. And it's just the head phase of digestion, basically, we have to. It is a, an imperative that we take in the sights, the sounds, the smells, everything about our meal, and that we really take in that experience. Because when we don't, it is our body thinks it was a missed meal. And so we will go on searching for that missed experience. And so that's also one of the roots of a lot of cravings. And so by becoming a slow eater, you can potentially eat less bring more awareness to the table. And I think that a lot of people that I work with today, the less awareness they bring to the table, the more they eat and the more cravings they have. So those are my tips. Good stuff. And I know for people, um, <laughs> they will be taking notes and probably going back. So let me just um, kind of summarize. So first, um, we want to try and prevent the cravings by flooding our body with nutrients, eating whole foods and um proper hydration, half our body weight in ounces of water. We need to sleep. We need to sleep. I don't know, what do you say, seven to nine hours, or what's your recommendation? Oh, wow. This is such a fun topic. Um, you know, there isn't – I'd say seven to nine is a good range. People are going to need a little more or a little less. I even find on different days I need a little more or less. But, yeah, it is a good range to shoot for, I think, seven to nine. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, it's – probably not the best idea to do hardcore on the cardio all the time, you know, like hour on the treadmill versus, you know, high <laughs> intensity training is something to consider because before I was, you know, eating well, um, I would work out and go eat a couple of bicycles. So that, <laughs> that's true. You know, the, it was just, you and know, so good. I get to eat and reward myself, but that's not the good thinking. <laughs> 
No, I just um, wanted to something I learned the other day. Oh, uh-huh. sorry, go ahead. Nope, finish your thought. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say that you can undo, like, when we believe that calories were kind of um, the thing driving our, our health and about what we eat, but you can't undo the insulin response with a workout. And so those metabolic, you know, what you're doing metabolically when you work out hard and then eat a fudge sickle, there's still repercussions. I just want to throw that out there. That's a good point, that you can't undo the insulin response and then, uh, you know, the the belly fat and all that that comes from that. So, um, you know, so take those slow, deep breaths and, you know, drink water with a pinch of sea salt. Um, The hot chocolate thing was a great idea, a tablespoon of raw cacao in hot water, um, a little bit of stevia if you need it. And, um, you know, those are some really good tips that, you know, we can all utilize. So, you know, Autumn, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, you know, people go visit Autumn at um, paleovalley.com and, and sign up for, you know, the, the e-news that comes out and, and read the articles and check out the products. Yeah, and your listeners, we can, if they write in to support at paleovalley.com and tell them, tell us that you're coming from this show, we can give you a discount. Great. Okay, so support yeah. at paleovalley.com. Mention um, Aaron or Get Better Wellness and get your discount. Now, the beef sticks, I'm anxious to try them, and I know you've sent some to me, so I will try them. But the benefit of being fermented besides the probiotics is that the texture is better, right? It's not like a dry piece of shoe leather. <laughs> Oh, my gosh, you're so right. I know. And people expect, you know, you're going to get jerky and you're going to tire out your jaw. But it actually is moist and it has a little snap to it. And the summer sausage are my favorite flavor. And that's because they kind of taste like those hickory smoked summer sausages. And so, yeah, this isn't your run-of-the-mill beef jerky. It's something very, very different. And I'm glad to hear that you love it because most of our customers, they definitely prefer it as well. Okay, well... Um, I'm sure that some people will be coming your way and trying some of your products. And I look forward to um, seeing some of the things that you talked about that are future products. And I just, you know, really can get behind what you're doing. And, And thank you, Autumn, again for being on our show today. Oh, it was such an honor and a privilege. Thank you for uh, allowing me to speak with your audience. I just, I would love to do it anytime. And Erin, I will send you all of our products, so don't worry about trying them. All I'm right. send them you right to your that. door. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> all right, you have a great day. Thanks so much. Thanks. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.